Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. Nerd! 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 Yeah. Suck it, nerd! 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 Uh. Welcome to Nerd School. Ooh, recording in progress. All right. It's okay. So, uh, do you have any questions, Joe? Yes. <laughs> Let's yeah. intro the movie. Yeah. Good what? <laughs> what? What movie did we watch? Is that your first question? Civil War. Did anybody else have any uh, concerns when you were like googling stuff about this that uh, you were going to get tr- uh, flagged as like a MAGA supporter, like trying to figure out a civil war or something? Uh, no. That didn't happen. Well, have you well, and they're was, not uh, looking up the civil war. They think right. they so they mm-hmm. wouldn't be they wouldn't be googling it. Well, don't they want a new civil war? I mean, aren't they like trying to plan a civil war? Who knows what they're trying to do? They're, they're trying to overthrow the government, quote unquote, save the government, quote unquote, whatever. They're they ain't trying to save shit. Okay, before we to, start, TBJ, you know what that. are you eating today on our podcast? All right. My <laughs> breakfast this morning is some white cheddar smart foods popcorn. <laughs> That's your breakfast. Yeah. It is. Uh, breakfast uh, champion. Art Star, what are you eating? And are you sipping on some coffee, TBJ? TBJ does not drink coffee, fun fact. She never drinks coffee. Whoa. She doesn't like coffee. It is sweet tea and a coffee oh. mug because why not? Okay. Okay. Sweet tea. We're in the South. Andy's a big yeah. sweet tea fan. Andy well, doesn't. I, I am, but, but I've stopped drinking sweet tea because. Uh, what? Uh, I do the unsweet now because, uh, you know, too much sugar. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, I am to, at um, the point where I have to cut my sugar in tight. Okay. Because you have to. Because, mm. Lord, I went out of town this past weekend to DC. And I sat down at a restaurant and they said, What would you like to drink? And I said, Sweet tea, please. And she said, too far north, honey. And I said, God dang it, you're breaking my heart. Yeah, you don't get that up there. Breaking my yeah, heart. You don't get that up there. Uh, you're missing out. If you, go to, if you go to Union Station in DC, there's the Bojangles inside of there. But for yeah, the most part, the McDonald's. He was like, you have first, to go to McDonald's for sweet tea. And I was like, come on, y'all. The first time I had sweet tea, I was like, what is this liquid diabetes concoction? Deliciousness. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad right. I don't live in the South. It's and nectar of the here, gods. It is the and nectar I would be of drinking the- it. Sometimes I would go to Bojangles and get like the little half court thing, and I'd sit it in my refrigerator, and like I come home from wherever I was, immediately grab that shit, started drinking it. I gotta stop buying this shit. This shit like liquid crack. It is. It looks like you just can't stop drinking it. Those are sugar water. You know, you, yeah. you put that out for hummingbirds. And your Those hummingbird of you feeder. in the north, uh, Bojangles is a fast food place that has chicken. Bojangles. Which spicy. I didn't know what it was when I moved down here. And somebody's giving me directions. It was like, yes, oh, turn you... left at the Bojangles. And I was like, what's yeah, the Bojangles? Bojangles? If you've never been to Bojangles, <laughs> I Make your way down. You can come visit Nerd School in the Carolina yeah. and yeah. go to Bojangles. Uh, even weirder is Harris Tater. You go take a ride right. at the Harris Tater. At the Teeter. Well, see, it, ironically enough, Harris Teeter is, you know, stretching northward. Because, like, they're, it they're is. in Baltimore now. 
There's a couple in uh, mm -hmm. D.C. Actually, in the uh, Nat Stadium, they have like a Harris Teeter um, logo up in the damn stadium. So it's, Ooh, it's, look it's, at that it's Harris Teeter. Harris Teeter. It's also owned by Kroger now. So yes. maybe um, that's, you know. I like that because now when I go home to Toledo, uh, my Vic card for Harris Teeter works in the Kroger gas stations. Oh, look at you earning some and earning yeah. points. Yeah, earning points wherever yeah. you go. That, I love uh, how this. I think uh, this nerdy. I love how this nerdy podcast is about grocery shopping. <laughs> we're adults, okay? We're yeah, not young. Wait, and wait a minute. Yeah, what are we doing? We don't have time to be talking about this. We no, got we so really much to cover. <laughs> We are Let's this. Get into it. This is phase three, four, right? No, three. Yes, three. This is the three. Yeah, this is Sorry, the my brain was like because of this particular movie and all the TV shows we watched in phase four that it connects to. My brain is in four, but it's and that starts season three. Yes, of Nerd School. We're in our I did third season. The new blurb that you have for the podcast. There's a new blurb. Yeah, well, I, I I downloaded Overcast last night, uh -huh. and then I was subscribing to Nerd School, and I saw that you put in there we was about to begin season three, and you was more like, I did. Yeah, you, you like <laughs> Joe? Were you sober when you? Yeah, I don't remember doing that. You I don't. Did it? I know I updated yeah. it. You know what? I here's what I did. I think you guys, Andy gave a a description. I think for when we were on the at the Heroes Con. Oh, so and, that's when you did it. And and you were like, hey, that would be a great, we should update the description of the podcast on the website. And I think I just copied and pasted whatever Andy wrote in that. So the credit goes to Andy. Program. Yeah. Really? Okay. Good it's about time, time Professor Andy does something around here. Uh, yeah, I don't do I anything. I would like to point out that uh, uh, Kroger has become problematic because I think they put Mitch McConnell's wife on their board of operations or something. Come on, Kroger. <laughs> Yeah, I think anytime <laughs> Mitch McConnell's mentioned, there should be a barf sound. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People, yeah. there Two should actually sounds. be a guy barfing appearing above his head and just barfs yeah. all over. He's head. the worst. All right, but back to phase three. We're in phase three, season three of Nerd School, MCU phase three. We're done with our summer movie thing, and we're in a new season. Which Tiffany won the summer movie challenge. She always That's does. True. Go she back and catch know. the episodes. Second year in a row, reigning champion. Blah 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 blah. But because it's people to know who's good at picking good movies that aren't in order of the MCU. Her name is Tiffany. Thanks. <laughs> That's right. Since we're in a new season, we're all gonna have some new character arcs for our, our characters on the podcast there's gonna be love triangles going on uh <laughs> all kinds of <laughs> going on yeah we're gonna, no. we're gonna know a little bit more about art star's personal life this season possibly bar fights are going to happen bar fights will happen uh they will right. not be around any of these new developments she there will be, be a maybe our first nerd school wedding will happen i'll, this I'll go to a rehab Andy's gonna be in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh god! Yeah. And then uh, th it'll flash forward to uh, nerd school season twenty-five. Yeah. And uh, we'll all be old, and that will be us. We'll no, play. We'll be, we'll be all talking heads. <laughs> yeah. We'll play a quick round of see how many things we can hide in Andy's back hair. Oh, <laughs> We are. That'd okay. make for a really good are, podcast. Episode. This is Captain America: Civil War. 
This oh, okay. is indeed Captain America. This, yeah, welcome to Captain America Civil War. And, this... <laughs> and what a way to kick off the phase three with this super double hamburger full of drama, action, and intrigue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot Listen. of... There are so many damn superheroes in this movie. Oh, my gosh. But it's... I love that part. And uh, part of me loved it. Well, one, when you go back and rewatch, sometimes you forget things because... Mm-hmm. You know, we're all above a certain age yes. um, and life is happening constantly. And a thousand movies has come out since. And, and these so movies playing... are all running together now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And so as people kept appearing on the screen, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so. This was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know how. And then when the scenes happen, I go, duh, you remember that scene. But also, you forgot that these characters were in this movie. So uh, it's my favorite. Like, I went in taking notes thinking I was just going to talk mostly about conflicts and two sides and who is right and who is wrong. Then I ended up with a thousand things that had to do with random characters that I just hadn't seen in a while and miss mm-hmm. and cried about. Oh, yeah. I watched this movie three times getting ready for this. And even the last one I watched just before we were going to record yesterday, I just finished and I was halfway through it, and I was like, "This has got to be almost over." There's been so much action after the airplane air fight airplane scene. I think it's almost done. I'm like, "Wait, but isn't there's supposed to be some other things that still happen? Is that still this movie that this happened? There's so many things, and then it still happens in the last, like right up until the end. It's badass, and I think with the the heroes fighting each other, it feels more like yeah. a hero clicks game or something." Where you bring, you know, because heroes don't usually fight each other, but it's like, nah, and that, it's everybody against everybody. Well, uh, usually, in at least in comic book lore, when heroes fight each other, it's when they first meet and they don't know each other and they always yeah. assume there's a fight. They and then, uh, and then they figure it out and go fight the, the real bad guys until I feel like it, that's then, you know, Secret Wars was the first big giant crossover in the 80s where it was basically some omnipotent fanboy gathers all of the heroes of the galaxy and puts them all on one world and tries to make them fight uh and so like heroes fighting heroes is is classic comic book lore but civil war uh when the comics came out uh which was a, a very different story and was much shittier than the movie the movie defeated comics as far as <laughs> making civil war a good story um you didn't like the the comic series? Oh God, no! It was why uh, didn't you, do you like the comic series? I was say, Art, did you like it, or are you just being devil's advocate? I mean, uh, like it, even even yesterday when I was when I was um doing a little mind, I'm I'm saying mind research. Yes, I'm saying mind research. Shit that I can hold on into my head. Um, like how in the MCU we had the Sokovian Accords, in the comic book world it was called the Superhuman Registration Act. Yeah. Like, and I and I guess it was like to me. Oh wait, Jeff, so I feel like this. Maybe we should get to the like. So no, yeah, Civil they, War was we, a huge deal in Marvel Comics back. It in was the in comics before. So Sokovia, yes, Sokovia but not this story. Is not, Sokovia is not. Uh, not I think Sokovia comics. was a country made up for the movie, but right. it, it follows a history of okay. Mar- having, okay, Marvel we'll, having made up countries. Okay, we'll we'll get to that. But go ahead and finish your point, Art. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just well, like, like, what I, what I, feel I was like want to say was answering a lot of like, questions. Even though the it was a lot going on in the Civil War comic series, like 
the, you know, how you were just sitting there saying hero versus hero or whatever. Like, there was so much in that. Like, in this, you kind of get glimpses of that, you know, not to be jumping ahead, but, like, when Rowie gets hurt and how Tony just blasts um, Anthony Mackie, like, not even an afterthought, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit kind of moment, right? But then, like, in the comic series, you have who a guy who will meet in Ant-Man and the Wasp. But we have a guy who got literally murdered by a clone Thor that changed the whole scope of things. And I'm like, from there, it kind of just, like, took off because you had people who, like, you had friends against friends. But then it was just, like, yeah, I'm gonna say a motherfucker got killed and shit got real. To me, that was like, whoa, this was a kind of a deep series that like I felt like it was bold of Marvel to do some shit like that. Yeah. Then, like, I'm not getting but the same it, everyone kind of aspect was... with this with the whole Wanda thing. So I don't necessarily I get it was a, it was a lot to take in, but I don't think it was that bad. I I, I didn't like it because uh it felt like like my phrase I remember at the time was good. it's like they're pounding uh square characters into round plot holes. Yep. It's like they're not everyone like Iron Man pretty much just went full fascism and whereas Captain America just became really reckless and obnoxious and Are you talking about in the comics? In the comics. Okay, gotcha. In the comics. Yeah. I mean well, I was watching this again last night and real like like they took the elements of like the characters getting, you know, consumed by their conflict and stuff like that. Like they had the elements of Iron Man, you know, being completely pro government. That was there. That bent was there, but it wasn't done as poorly as it was in the comics. And when I read about like Mark Millar, uh, wrote the main series, I believe. And, uh, <laughs> I think later we found out like half of that, like the main, story the main storyline it was it was like as we said in comic books there's like the big storyline and then there's <laughs> shit tons of tie-ins shit tons <laughs> shit ton, like every comic that came out during this period was tied into civil war somehow because it engulfed everything and what and what time year. period is was this this is i want to say 2005 ish 2006, uh, 2006 to 2007 2007 yeah and this incidentally just while i'm thinking about it I didn't like the civil war engulfed everything that took place on earth. And I didn't like the storyline because everyone was just kind of out of character, horrible. And with, this is also when the, the Abnett and Lanning, Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning guardians of the galaxy series started it, like, with the annihilation uh, storyline. And that gave me like, Great. I don't like anything that's taking place on Earth, but this space shit is awesome. This is why I really started liking the Guardians of the Galaxy and, and like a lot of the Marvel cosmic stuff. Cause I it they gave me something that wasn't connected to Civil War that I could read. Cause I didn't everything I read in Civil War was bad. And Mark Millar was apparently in the hospital barfing most of the time while he was writing this. I'm not sure what his problem was, but it made sense when he was if he was in like a fever dream. But he also tends to write <laughs> very bombastically uh-huh. and uh sort of obnoxiously i think uh uh the kingsman movie or the kings you've heard of the kingsman movies yeah that was, that was based on it kingfisher no, no. king no. but i yeah i just i really thought everyone was 
being so really this, awful. <laughs> this is a case where the book is not better than the movie. Is that what? And in, in my opinion, I don't know what art may differ, but and then it was like different. they took elements from the book that a lot of people didn't like or some people didn't like and kind of use those themes in the movie pretty well. Pretty yeah, the, the, they have this the same general theme as is Team Cap versus Team Iron Man. Okay, Captain America in the comics was rebelling against the government instituting a superhuman registration act, uh, which was as a, a result of a stupid like reality show. The okay. New Warriors was like this team of young heroes, and they suddenly had a reality show because reality TV was just kind of exploding at the time. And then the here's us being superheroes, you can film it. And then uh, they cornered this uh, bad guy named Nitro who just blew up and like killed a school and killed a whole town. So it became this huge thing like, oh, unregistered superheroes are are a danger to everything in the world. So we have to do this. And then Iron Man, uh, like there's a line in the movie where Hawkeye is sort of calling, it's the futurist, everybody. It's the yeah. futurist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a big thing like, he was like calling how, himself in the comics. Okay. Just like how in the movie, how Iron Man went and like recruited Peter, like in the comic, he fucking used Peter. Peter became like the face of the Superhuman Re- Registration Act, literally. Yeah, unmasked. Yeah, this let the world know who he was. That was one interesting thing that came out of it was like the Superhuman Registration Act was really big. Like secret identities were still a huge deal, or and Spider Man's secret identity is a big deal, and this would force all the active superheroes to reveal their secret identities. And there was a lot of rebellion against that. Cap thought it was an invasion of privacy, that kind of thing. So he was very much on the let operatives do their own thing as long as they're doing the right thing. Uh, and whereas Iron Man was like, no, we have to put everyone who doesn't agree with this in prison. And it, just, it was really obnoxious and, and over the top. But they did a storyline where like Spider-Man basically went public. He unmasked himself and became a thing. And uh, then did all these people go after him? Yeah, he he had more protection, but as a public, like Iron Man was able to, like, you know, protect his whole family and stuff like that. But villains kept trying to do it. J. Jonah Jameson passed out when he found out that (laughs) his his little kid reporter that was kind of an interesting thing. But then they eventually had to uh, have Doctor Strange mind wipe everybody, which happens in the most recent Spider Man movie. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. I just want to say, I like that. Let's not fuck Joe's brain up. Yeah, yeah, I we like don't the, need to get too far into the comics. Yeah, we'll they, get there. Better. We'll get to all that. But I, I like the fact that this. I think this is a good storyline for these MCU movies because what they've all always done is made comic lore seem realistic in a realistic way, and what would really happen. And one thing that would really happen is, you know, if there was real superheroes, the government would immediately want to register them and put in laws and rules and all this crap, all this red tape and everything. So it's like what would really happen if this, if there were superheroes. And so I think it's a, it's a great conflict and it's a yeah. neat way to it's get a good social commentary. <laughs> yeah, for on, sure. On and, different yeah. sides because it falls, you know, this was, it's not an old movie, right? It's what 2016. We've gone through a lot of conflicts by that point in, in the world. And there are lots of discussions always about, 
what is the government doing? Who has a right to know what they're doing? Who is over here? What are they doing? Who has a right to know, need to know information? And um, what what needs to be done and what isn't yeah. being done and what should be done and who is preventing what should be done from being done. Right. And it happens. <laughs> it's a constant conversation. And I, you know, I've been on both sides of that conversation, right? As a military member, there are things everybody, you don't need to know all the details of my day-to-day work life. Like, Honestly, you don't. Um, but if something is marked secret, mm-hmm. top secret, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always shady. Sometimes it's safety. Sometimes it's protection. You, you know, you can live in a not knowing world. Sometimes it's good for you. Um, and we, I, as a parent, my kids don't need to know every detail, right? There are things that I know as an adult navigating the world big picture that they don't need to know small picture even though they fight me so like everyday citizens are like my kids who are fighting me for information and you know parents are like it's need to know basis so this movie does a good view and taking two of the big you know two of the leaders right two of the leaders of avengers and making them each on one side of the commentary and having to deal with that this never yeah, there were seeds of that's of like sort of conflict between Cap and Iron Man previously. You know, in yeah. Age of Ultron, they had a big mm-hmm. uh, head butting over. You know, first event, rec- yeah. reckless uh, AI uh, Iron From Man the kind beginning of going off. Yeah, and then like there's a bit where I mean, in there's in the first Avengers movie, there's a bit where Iron Man just decides to defer to Cap, like call it Cap. What what are we doing here? And then Cap comes up with a plan, and they figure it out. Where and then there's a bit in Age of Ultron where. Uh, they start uh, iron man goes yeah he's the boss i just pay for everything and do everything and build everything yeah. and fix everything and I, <laughs> I do everything but he's the boss so um but it did so, feel like they were building to this oh yeah things. like they yeah. knew what they, they had their plan you know but anyway so this was your tbj is right it's 2016 directed by anthony russo and joe russo the russo brothers the russo brothers yeah they directed uh winter soldier okay yeah. and uh that which was considered it's still considered one of the best mcu movies and so they gave them this the third cap movie and then they was you know you're doing really good we're going to give you the next two avengers movies as well but it's crazy when you look at the starring like this is one of those i guess they've all they've all been to this point but just the amount of people in this chris evans robert downey jr scarlett johansson sebastian stan anthony mackie don Cheadle, jeremy renner chadwick boseman paul bettany elizabeth olsen paul rudd emily van camp tom holland uh frank Grillo, william hurt and daniel brule like that's Pretty much every as the stars there's like one two three four five six seven eight nine, everybody nine, nine, 12 13 14 16 <laughs> stars in it a lot of a-listers yeah it's just amazing that they can do this and how great it is that nerds have spent all their money on this so that they can make all this and everybody but most of these people became a-listers because of the mcu sure yeah right i'm sure yeah some of these weren't as big like tom holland i'm sure wasn't as big william hurt was nothing until this (laughs) (laughs) i would say he is an exception um but yeah uh, i think you know tom holland uh robert down jr was kind of saved by his comeback yeah 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 Yeah. chris evans he was the the human torch and some mediocre fantastic four movies yeah uh i mean he had he was up and coming but uh 
Cheeto was <laughs> already Cheeto. Cheeto was already Cheeto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Cheeto's Cheeto was already Cheeto enough for the Cheeto Club. Everybody yeah. loves Cheeto, and everybody knows Cheeto, he Cheeto, was made Cheeto. by the Golden <laughs> Palace. Cheeto, Cheeto. The Golden Palace made him what he is. No, I no, think no, Marvel it, just yeah. introduced Cheeto to Cheeto. everybody, but to most people, we'd all at some yeah. point. Well, he's a friend uh, of the show. Cheeto you know. has, yeah. he yeah, is, I, I forgot you are his best friend. We're good friends. Good. You've dated him. <laughs> yes. A long time ago. Uh-huh. I've okay. dated him. <laughs> here we go love triangles it's Season a love three. triangle it's a love Star TV no said it was Cheeto. coming it already came first episode but okay. yeah i think this it also i you know speaking of underrated but phenomenal celebrities in the very beginning of the movie we see alfred woodard who is a legend but her role is small but the who, fact who that, that they were like Alfred Wood. Don't know who Alfred. She's Woodard. the one, uh, the father of uh, Charlie Spencer, the kid that uh, the like, gives Iron Man the huge guilt trip right after the MIT presentation. Oh, so oh you, I know you, who that is. Yeah, my son a, died in Sokovia. She's, she's also on her she own. Has lots the, of stuff. Yeah, and she's got a big part in the Luke Cage Netflix series too. Uh, yeah. Is character. she yeah. playing the same character? No. no. Oh no, she's so she's multiple people in the MCU. Yes. Yeah. But she's well, like yeah, Black that's, Hollywood that's, that's, royalty legend. Oh, I know her. Yeah, I, well, I you know. Don't know. What do I know her from though? Like, what's she most? Honestly, she's in everything. Enough, Holy crap! You have known her. <laughs> if yeah, I, geez, like, if you read her everything. filmography, you'd be like, wait a minute. Like her and Don Cheadle are the kinds of actors again in Black Hollywood. Yeah. We've all been like bow down. Um, I think this was. I feel oh like Cheadle was in the Kirkland. mainstream, but people are weird. Um, Hotel Rwanda was a big uh, thing for Cheadle. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. Oh God, he was so yeah. good in that. Um, but if you take all of it, like Cheadle's been on the scene for so long. Yeah, and so Golden Palace Night Court episode where he took everybody hostage. Yes, he, I think I know her from Twelve Years a Slave, probably the most. But she's been around forever. No, she is again a legend. So if you were like, who are the top actresses in Black Hollywood? She'd be one of them. Um, <coughs> she, is, she is. Yeah, she's been in but TV shows. The fact shows, that this right? movie, the fact that Marvel was like, "Hey, girl, uh, who's probably could sit down and be all right," and we we got like five minutes of a movie for you. Oh yes, yeah, and she was like, "Sure, blues." Yeah, I can't remember what came first, the Luke Cage series or this, but uh, I, I think like it was kind of close at the same time. Yeah. Trying to figure out when Luke Cage came out. I feel like. Civil War was first. Yeah, probably. I don't know when they started it. That, well, then again, the Netflix stuff started pretty much right after the. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, she was equal and he was a bad guy in the Luke. Luke Cage. Yeah, about the yeah. same time. Luke Cage was 2016 as well. Oh, so she was. Listen, she was getting that check. Check. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So that I mean, this like that whole Alfred Woodard scene is like it. it Age of Ultron made such a big deal out of, uh, you know, what what is Shield supposed to be? They're supposed to save innocent yeah. people. They're not so like which was kind of a response to you know Man of Steel, Superman being completely reckless and destroying an entire city, right? Whatever, and not even trying to get away from innocent people. But then, but this is this kind of brings it back. Like, like Cap has the line here is like, you try to save as many people as you can, and sometimes that doesn't mean everybody, and. Yeah. And the people you don't save, I mean, that's a standard superhero thing. The things, 
you try to do as much as you can and you can't do everything and there's still going to be failures. There's still going to be blind spots. There's still going to be times when, God, I'm just kind of realizing how, how much this is th- like all tying together. The whole thing that Spider-Man says, like rephrasing, like he didn't say yeah. with great power comes great responsibility, but he says, when you can do the things that I do and you don't and the bad things happen, yeah, they happen because of you. That yeah, we'll is, get to that. Like I have that as yeah. my notes too. So but I'm just saying, like, this yeah. is you know, that's Alfred Woodard showing shoving the picture she, of yeah, her son to is. Iron Man. Yeah, the bad, you she's didn't she's kicking off that thought process for him. Yeah, the yeah. bad things happen because of yeah. you. Well, and she's like a real act, like a real act, not that everybody else is not a real actress, but she's like a real actress. So when she's there, it's I don't know, it's like you believe like it's more emotion, it's more a real no, this again, movie realism. brought out. Uh, this movie was more than fights, right? This movie yeah. was a lot like emotion of emotions. It was a like, lot yeah. of we had grieving. We had, you know, <laughs> trying to pick sides. We had we had a lot of grieving in this movie. I feel yeah. like too many characters were grieving um, their parents. Yeah. But it was, I like that. I know not everyone loves that in a superhero movie, but I like when we have to have all of our feelings in one movie well that's it you, you it's so much good character work it's yeah so much good character work we forget how good of actors all these people are like i don't forget. when scar joe's serious for a moment <laughs> as Black Widow, she just kicked somebody's ass she just did a hurricane arana and now she's like emotional and like <laughs> yes, you want to cry Scar has been doing this forever like I don't. I yeah. know who they are outside of MCU. See, I don't. I don't watch as much movies. Yeah, as, as much movies as many movies. But like, and even Robert Downey Jr. Forget God, he was. He is a good actor. Like at the end, when he's like, "That's my, that's my sword, my dad." You know, kill my mom. You know all this. But I don't. We'll get that. Yeah. But let's jump right into the movie that starts off okay. with no, Joe, with your 1991 and the Winter Soldier. You know doing a hit job we don't know who it is at this point but yeah but you know uh, you establish what the winter soldier is He's and so an assassin I, that they unfreeze so here control. was my big question about this whole thing it's 1991 winter soldier refresh my memory i should know this and maybe i do know this but so the last we saw winter soldier in the mcu was when in captain america right when he yeah well, the Winter Soldier, I guess. Yeah. When he fell off the train, right? And was frozen in ice or something? No, no, no. That was the first oh. Avenger. He was falling off and frozen in ice. Yeah. There's a whole Winter Soldier movie where he yeah. comes back as the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and and we realize that. That's <laughs> Captain America 2. And then the last we've seen him, they have the big fight. Uh, but when that was set when Cap- in that was set in still the 40s? No, this is no. modern day. Oh, no, God. Joe, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, did you, you not are, retain you it's, it's been a I while forgot. so what it's, did we what did he do so how was he still uh, do you remember captain america the winter soldier do you remember that film kind of yeah i remember him doing all that but that was present day right i can't remember yeah. the reason he survived is because in the first movie yeah arnim zola had captured him yeah. and was experimenting on him uh-huh. and doing some shit before Captain America rescued the whole platoon and brought them all back to Tommy yeah. Lee Jones who was very happy about it right but uh, later, they're in a train, and uh, he, he falls off the train, and they think he's dead. And that's in the 40s. That's in the 40s. Yes. We don't see him. We don't. In Winter Soldier, we find out what's happened to him is he was recovered. Uh, he was he basically. This is, the, this is the part I forgot. Yeah. He has become an assassin 
that yeah, I remember uh, that a, a mentally reprogrammed assassin that uh, in the forties though he was so he's been assassinating people from the forties and the fifties and sixties. Yes, or, but, or but they, they freeze just, them they, for a while. They freeze them. Yeah. They bring them out when they need a job done with no witnesses, and then they get freeze yeah. them. They okay. bring them out. They they do and they also mind control them every time. To, yeah, they right, they say right. all those code words. The code words to make wrote, him I wrote all those down. Yeah. Forget what he does, and they scramble his brain if he starts to remember. Because Robert Redford was like, yeah, just scramble his brain. But so he's been frozen enough that he hasn't aged also for right him and cap have been frozen well cap was frozen continuously right but yes but this guy essentially keeps his his time of unfrozen is very short bursts yeah short bursts short bursts kill kill somebody and then go back to frozen he's just a weapon right and then the last time we saw him cap was trying to get to him and remember remember who he was and he was starting to do that but they had this big fight to yeah. prevent the the hydra plant to murder 800 million people that are uh uh problematic for hydra rules but they had this big fight at the end and cap was like are you i'm not gonna fight you because i'm with you to the end of the line which right is his yeah i remember best friend. and then gotcha. the, they fall out of the helicarrier they into, into the potomac or whatever and then uh because they're all beat up but winter soldier pulls captain america out of the river and leaves him on the shore and then just walks away and then yeah. the, in the tag of that movie, he's he goes to the music, the Captain America Museum and starts learning about his own life and who he was again. We you don't remember just, any of that, Joe. Yeah, I kind of remember that. So this 1991 bit hasn't been portrayed at all before. So no. Captain America, it, when you go back to 91, Captain America is still frozen in ice. Right. Because he doesn't come out till later. And mm-hmm. so this is him in the 90s. Uh, and so is there really is there really that kind of camera footage? of this whole incident there could be we yeah, have security so. well they keep flashing well, like I, I was 91 was like 1952 it we... is i was in high school i didn't they, have a phone the, they a they, phone, they keep interspersing the the camera footage with the like the memory of the yeah, actual the memory event. yeah right so yeah. like it's not all supposed to be the actual camera footage they have yeah but it's like they keep going back and forth it's the security camera and some of it's like photo yeah yeah okay so and then we just and then we jump into Lagos present day, uh, and Wanda. They're doing this stakeout. You see Wanda, and she has her accent at this point. Uh, secret stakeout, and they're going after Crossbones, who is Rumlow, who yeah. we thought was gone. Right? We thought he had disappeared. Yeah, he was in also in Winter gone. Soldier. Yeah, he was uh, on Cap Squad, but until he until everyone half of Shield was revealed to be Hydra, he, he was on. one of them. Yeah, Brock Rumlow, and then he gets in a fight with Falcon until uh, the building starts to collapse, and then the Falcon just like runs and flies off. And so we thought he was there. Gonna, uh, well, we see at the end of Winter Soldier that he's being carted off. Oh, right, on a stretcher, but yes. he's all uh, messed we even up. Talked about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we see him go off. So is this almost like Rick Flag and um not Rick Flag um Peacemaker and um Suicide Squad? Oh, I thought you said Rick Flair. Woo! <laughs> I started saying Rick. Rick Flair is not affiliated with Marvel. <laughs> no, no. So is is this backstory of Crossbones similar to anything in the comics? It's similar. Know? Like this, this is you, oh, you get to see Crossbones in costume. In, in the that comics, cool. Crossbones yeah. was uh, like a Red Skull disciple. He was a full on Nazi. To the point where he was in love with the Red Skull's daughter, uh, who has not been introduced yet, but uh, couldn't be at any point. Okay, but it's uh, yeah, uh, it's close. It's close enough, and it's 
very much uh, he's a Captain America. I think a lot of people course. probably forget in this after you're done watching this movie, you forget about the fight scene right at the beginning with Crossbones, with which him is and awesome. Cap and that Falcon whole sequence. Yeah, you know that whole thing. It's good. Wanda taking the pulling the gas out, and our first look at Crossbones and all that Black Widow attack on the tank, and and you know when when she does that shock thingy to him, she tries to shock his neck, and he's like, "I don't work like that no more." What what did that mean? That means whatever the hell happened to him in his accident that uh, made it so he's uh, maybe that he was experimented on or something, but uh, it whatever transferred him from being carted off on the stretcher to being crossbones so which we that, don't really see much of but he's still in it, hydra does that suggest it might be like a super soldier type of thing or yeah or maybe his nervous system is fucking shot who knows uh yeah. maybe it just somehow he's immune to electricity or or whatever the stun gun he's doing is and we got the little cute little bit about uh she thanks falcon and he's like don't thank me thank red wing <laughs> he's cute go ahead and pet him he's like i'm not yeah. thanking that thing yeah, I like that. That was pretty cool. But then we had a cool. And that's story. a way to reference the fact that Falcon actually in the comics has an actual bird yeah. named Redwing. Oh, he does. He has it's a an telepathic bird. Yeah. It's not a in, robot. In the bird? comics, he doesn't have a robot bird. It's an actual bird he has a oh. telepathic link to. Oh, so that's the way to introduce that. Yeah. I like this better, I think. Mm-hmm. Than if it was a real bird. It makes a little well, I don't it's, know it's a little less silly. Train a real bird well enough. Yeah, this yeah, is probably that's probably left over from the seventies or something or the eighties. When that was written, probably. Oh, what, yeah. are, what are you eating, Andy? Uh, I'm eating. Uh, my wife jerky. brought me breakfast, so I'm eating bacon. And eating during a podcast eating. is always a great idea, because uh, <laughs> it's an ASMR podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Art Star, you got any <laughs> that, comments that, about I was, that? Nah, I was giving it a taste, nothing, but it's it's not. Okay, I'm we got a cool a cool sequence with ScarJo kicking ass and catching the payload. That minute when like it drops the the gun thing and yeah, uh, that's when you know shoots it and the thing falls and she catches it payload secure, and then the crossbones blowing himself up. Uh, But before he does that, the exposition about Bucky, uh, you gotta go, you gotta go. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Kind of like let him know that oh he really is. He's telling the truth about Bucky. Well, yeah, because he's just like hey, P.S. He did remember you. Yeah, yeah just you. trying to get with his head to yeah. make him feel as worse as possible before killing him. Yeah, so he's trying to do. probably wasn't sure that he was still there. Probably thought he was just completely gone. He's not even Bucky anymore. And this was the... Right? Yeah, because at the end of Winter Soldier, Cap never really saw Bucky come out of it completely. Yeah. No. Uh, so he's... That's right. Yeah. And he doesn't know what happened to Bucky as far as he knows. Bucky might still no. They're still looking for him because throughout Age of Ultron, they're yeah. they're trying to find him and they haven't been able been to. Been in hiding, yeah, yeah. That's right. He was in. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go watch all those again. God damn, damn memory. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, and then the Kamikaze bomb and he blows himself up and Wanda, that was really cool. How he was about to kill Cap basically, but Wanda stops it with her cool magic and then of course she saves Cap, but then destroys that accidentally hits that building and that right, right. causes the whole big conflict of but. This is the way to get Wakanda involved. So if uh-huh. she hadn't done which that, I love. if she hadn't done that, which is terrible that she did that, but if she hadn't done that, would Black Panther have shown up? Probably not. He wouldn't yeah. have a reason. Wakanda wouldn't have had a reason to. Yeah, to get involved. So it's a negative thing, but it brought us Black Panther. 
Yeah. But it's a good storyline. And it's a cool thing. It's also the beginning of the conversation of casualties, right? Every war, every conflict, every fight that has ever been fought has casualties. And this is introducing that concept. And we are forced to look at who are the casualties and really what the effect of the the world is off of a conflict. You know, in the beginning, Marvel movies is like fight, fight, fight. And then we go on about our lives as if we didn't destroy a whole city. <laughs> yeah. like, who cares you know? about the residual damage? Yeah. <laughs> who, who cares well, that half the people in the building probably did not it. survive when the building was cut yeah. in half? Whatever. Yeah. But well, that's kind of a thing. This is it. Yeah, I mean, they, they always kind of down, like the, like the Avengers, they went home. Every Like, we just went home. And, like, even Tony Stark is, like, talking about later how, oh, we dropped a building on him while we were kicking ass. And it's like, it's not like they were they were struggling to save as many people as possible. They weren't trying to destroy buildings. I mean, I don't know when they dropped a building, but there's a lot of times where if, like they keep trying to minimize casualties. They keep trying yeah. to do these superhero things and, and uh, protect everybody. And uh, it just seems like sometimes they don't get credit for what they try to do. And then, like Tony Stark, always like I, I want to say it was in Ultron. Maybe it was, maybe it's later, but like he's got like a oh what you forgetting details? Oh, you can't remember which movie's what? Oh, what's the matter? Not retaining That's different this? than forgetting a whole ass plot, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a big difference. Here's you the thing: you forgot like a whole part, maybe seventy five percent of a movie. You forgot. yes, I admit that. Right, but right. The, but so the cool, it's a double edged sword here with the with the destroying property and the collateral damage is like the fact that they can now make this these movies where you can destroy building like throw hulk and he busts through three buildings and crushes everything and it's it makes it like a realistic like a comic book come to life and it's cool and awesome the cgi is awesome looks realistic and everything's destroyed but the downside is in reality you you have yeah if we're making this realistic you have to acknowledge that millions and millions of dollars of damage billions that they're doing all the time yep. uh and then so but i and then when they when they go into that thing where they force them to watch all the damage that they've done and all the hurt that they've yep. caused and they're all like oh she's ashamed like that was for me the rest of the movie then when they're fighting at the airport i'm like hey 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 can't you be careful hey, don't destroy <laughs> that hey, but i out. want you to know that they fought at an airport that was empty right as yeah. opposed to fighting in the middle of the city where there's a, a million people walking around like yeah, but even after like wanda you just watched all those videos and you're like you're throwing you're cars you're throwing fight. cars I at everybody think, you're destroying everyone's vehicle <laughs> but i think that's the point right yeah, in a is. conflict there will uh, there's no way you can have a conflict without casualties if it's physical if yeah. it's violent there is everyone is affected right yeah, but you, you have don't to know if a plane on a like, street i am mentally affected but like, there's see, no you're... way the world can have conflict without consequences yeah and the yeah. trick is point. there's always conflict there's always conflict somewhere in this world so you 100 percent cannot avoid it we don't have superheroes running around right now but we do have american heroes right what, what would you say the collateral damage that happens in the conflict between the the tbj jedi and the sith art star 
in the box office <laughs> at state. I mean, I might have PTSD every time I've got to go work with our star. <laughs> good lie. Good lie. People around us are probably like, oh, when, those when she guys. knows she has to work with me, she's like, oh, yeah, the, the blood is going to be boiling, but I'm going to be feeling great today because it's not going to be all drab and I don't I have to don't. necessarily deal with whoever might be sitting between us. But imagine yes. if you had superpowers, you guys would be like, the per- I had superpowers, I wouldn't have a job. Well, the person selling parking <laughs> would get like blasted out of the room. That's the thing. And I do appreciate Marvel for having this discussion in movie format because we as citizens can be very desensitized to conflict and weaponizing of conflicts we become desensitized. We've lived through it. It's happening all around us all the time. At this point, like our generation has lived through way too many wars, right? And way too many major tragic events. So we are at some point desensitized to a lot of things. And I think Marvel did a good job in this movie of introducing the fact that everything has consequences and it's making you think, but not in a way where it's like, I'm going to hit you over the head with a thought process, right? It's making you think about what consequences look like from the beginning of the movie, from Alfre Woodard, from them going in and having to figure out what side I'm on, from the heroes getting in trouble. Like, like all of this are valid societal conversations that need to be had. But if I sat you down, Joe, and was like, hey, Joe, we're about to have this conversation about conflict in the world. You're going to be like, I don't want to have it. But if I said, hey, Joe, you want to sit down and watch uh, Civil War with me? You probably would. And it's going to make you think anyway. You're thinking now. Like you're having these conversations about, oh, crap. But it's all real, right? Yeah. It's not it's a fictionalized story but if we go through our history it is not there are wars there just aren't you know we don't have mutants fighting them but people are and where they are fighting isn't somewhere out in an abandoned airport where people are fighting is in real life cities with real life people walking around minding their business and becoming casualties so i think marvel does a good job and this is not the first time they've had this conversation in a movie but I think this is the one where they're like nailing it on the head because yeah. we have to split the team up to do this. And it, it makes you go, there is no right side, essentially, right? There are pros and cons to each side. So where you decide to sit now, I will note, dear listeners, sometimes in life there are clearly right sides. But in, in yeah, this yeah. movie... It there, is difficult. There are pros and cons to each side. And that's what I want to get into when we get a little bit further on in the movie. I want to ask mm-hmm. you guys each where you stand. Mm-hmm. If you stand firmly on either side when we get to the division, because there's like two, a couple different points where you can kind of split your opinion. Like, okay, now I'm with cap or now I'm with, I was with cap a little bit. I was with Tony. I was with, cause I think it's yeah. funny how my son, I remember when my son watched this when it first came out in 2016, uh, it wasn't right when it came out. It was whenever it came on uh, streaming because we watched it at home. But he he got really upset and was mad at Cap for turning on. T- like he saw Cap as the bad guy. He was like firmly, mm-hmm. but at that time in his life, he was really law and order, like rule yeah. follower. You know, kind of like thing. So he's probably evolved now. If he watched it again, he might be different. But it was just funny to me how he was like so firm. I was and I was like torn on both sides, and he was like mm-hmm. so 
clear saw Captain America as a bad guy. So I kind of want to talk about that when we get into it. And here's uh, a, here's a, I'm, I don't want to lose this, this thought I just had, this yeah. remembering. Uh, it was it was Iron Man is on the side of we need to be put in check and whatever form that takes, I'm game because he's feeling guilty about you it's know guilty. Ultron is a huge thing that's his fault. Right. So the, yeah, yeah, that's all right. that stuff. He probably wouldn't be on that side if he hadn't just done what he did. And, right. Yeah. So that's true. That's and true. and you know he's he's lost Pepper because he's too obsessed with what he's doing. Yeah. So he's having that going on, and this is all just like so much of this movie is is screwing with tony stark directly where he lives in his psyche like i was just wondering if the pepper thing is more of a hey quick add this side note to explain why we didn't get gwyneth paltrow for this yeah movie. i'm sure <laughs> that is. i mean yeah. that's a part of it but it's real life consequence of what he does yeah it was a good way to add it a in. partner yeah because yeah. like the whole thing at the end of iron man 3 it was like all right i'm gonna stop doing this i'm destroying all my suits blah 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 and then right. but we still need to have iron man in more movies so right. <laughs> yeah, he so, so, yeah like he didn't stop so that yeah so they they wrote that in as as a let's not figure out how to work with paltrow scene in and she's to too busy making that. perfume smell but, like her vagina but i I'm, I'm just thinking now <laughs> of the bit like he's like, all right we need to be put in check we need to uh we need to have oversight blah 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 but then by the end of this movie general ross is the oversight and he's just uh putting him on hold and watching the line plank <laughs> right and just yeah. ignoring what he's telling like, him to do well, kind of got back he's still to his... tony stark yeah. you can't sit there you can't oversee tony stark because he doesn't he he can't he like pathologically cannot respect authority but i and... like that there's there's like it's not just a clear black and white to it all it's just like life where everything's kind of gray it's like yeah there's hmm. there's this part of it but these guys are right because of this but that causes this and that's a problem but yeah because it's, you know, it's, it's all a, just like it's, it's a shit like ton life. of nuance that the comics yeah. didn't didn't seem to have yeah which i think yeah i'm not sure why it's like that. It's because movies kind of tend to do that so then we get a flashback to young tony and i love at this point it's really cool i love the cgi robert downey jr yeah do they use footage from weird science to create that I don't know. I don't know, but it looks because he real. looks like he looks like young Robert Downey like Jr. Real, we all know that what we, like, that we all know like. that from the eighties. And his uh, Mister Softy T-shirt. I get into these little details. Did you notice the T-shirt he's wearing, uh, Mister Softy? So I Google Show the that. T-shirt guy. Yeah, I love goofy T-shirt guy. Don't T know Mister Softy T-shirt serving the very best is what it says on it. And so I had to look it up, and uh, that's a real. It's a real company. It's a real soft yeah. ice cream. Uh, and it's all over, it's like, started New Jersey, but it's everywhere. They got it all over the country. Yeah. I, I've never heard of it before. Um, so let's all get T-shirts, and you can buy them online. Uh, uh, in this sequence. No, you need to buy nerd school T-shirts as well. Yeah, you. true. That's what you do. Yeah. This is the first time you see Tony Stark's mother. Yeah. We've seen Howard Stark periodically. Multiple uh, times. In different forms. Yeah, mm -hmm. is this actress somebody famous? or not? Hope Davis. Yeah, uh, she's a pretty strong character actress. She is. Yeah, I've never uh, I'm, we're gonna have like flashcards of um people in their role yeah. for you. Hope Davis, because she <laughs> she looked kind of she looked familiar to me, like Alfrey Woodard. Yes. But, yeah, she's doing a lot of stuff. I can't think of where Hope Davis is her name. Do you know who Judy Greer is? Uh, no. All right, Judy Greer is like the com com <laughs> comedy version of Hope Davis. I think oh, Judy Greer. That sounds familiar too. God damn, I can't remember anyone. But anyway, like I, I just want to make a note that there's an offhand joke in this sequence 
that forms the entire motivation for a villain in a later MCU film. When uh, when he announces the acronym of the Barf. system he's using, yeah, binarily augmented retroframing. Barf. Barf. That that whole thing, just that one hand joke, becomes the <clears throat> entire formation of. Uh, Mysterio's motivation in a later Spider-Man movie. Well, I yeah, I, I actually read something about this just uh, today. Something about that it proved, or some guy on YouTube was saying, if you look back, Mysterio's memory of this shows a laugh track, like they're, everybody's laughing when he says "barf." But in mm. in the, this movie, Civil War, when he says "barf," nobody laughs, and right. so he's remembering it differently than it really happened or something is supposedly what it's supposed to be later. Right. Right. We'll save that for that movie. Cause that's, that's it's coming. Joe, I wanted you went somewhere, but I needed to tell you when you talked about t-shirts, I was busy promoting ours, but just in case Joe, you really want a Mr. Softy, they did just open a Mr. Softy near us. Ooh, so, it's well, one in Charlotte, it's, right? Yeah. yeah I saw there was one it's like Charlotte. right over there where the Hobby Lobby and the Michaels and all that is. We should do a live <laughs> nerd school uh, event there. Should we? Is, is that what you're aiming for? Yes. Or something. Because it's part of this. Anyway, so we found out all this whole virtual thing is not just memory. He's at MIT Alumni Honors and he says, oh, this is a binarily augmented retro framing. It's basically to help people with PTSD, I guess. Yeah. We have bad memories too. It doesn't take away your bad memory, but it that helps you, you know, cope and redo replay your memory and say what you wanted to say i guess yeah um and then he goes into how every student project has been approved and funded at mit and they're all excited and we see the little cameo from jim rash uh from community who is a charlotte native from charlotte north carolina right where we're the home of the nerd school podcast he went to charlotte latin whose team colors are navy and white home of the hawks uh, notable alumni include Daniel Jones, the quarterback of the New York Giants. Uh, anyway, Jim also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, continuing the community cameos in Russo Brothers movies, Russo Brothers, who directed this film, directed yeah. episodes of Community. Yes. Danny Pudi, Abed, was in The Winter Soldier. And we had a cameo there. Yeah, Danny Pudi. So there's two community people. Anyway, and, he wants and there's to. There's at least he, one more coming up in a future film. Yeah. And so, so his little cameo is funny because he's asking tony stark if professors can be included in that money because yep. he wants to make a self-cooking hot dog <laughs> and i just saw rumors i don't know if you guys saw this news art star is usually the breaking news on this front but i saw that he is going to be in what the next marvel thing the thunder buckets or the <laughs> some newbie marvel new marvel thing that's got the thunder buckets something else has the college in it uh the are fire coming up in next season the next uh phase well he'll be we back can talk about later uh, d23 is happening right now and they just released a bunch of things that are coming up yeah um, uh, we had it for yes. our for our novice nerds tbj what's d23 it's the big disney convention so it is like think comic-con but just disney just Disney, just Disney, which owns Marvel. Yeah. So. And there's and Disney recently, everybody's been saying has is really problematic right now. Like their CEO is under fire for something, right? 
No, he was in a battle with Santos. I mean, DeSantos, but who isn't? So I don't know. Nobody said Disney came out. They're real bad. Like they did something really awful. And they're they have always been under fire because they're a mega company. Well, Um, their CEO, like their CEO specifically, I thought, right? Didn't he just do something bad to somebody? I'll look. I listen. I could be wrong. I don't know what I. he did get booed at D23. Let's see why. Um, Unpopular comments on Super. I mean, let's also remember like, yeah. rich, rich white men are rich white men. So they're all problematic to me. Um, all problematic. But D23 is the big convention and they are releasing previews of things coming some things were released at san diego comic-con like the wakanda trailer was released at san diego comic-con but other projects and tv shows and movies are being released at d23 that is happening this weekend thank you for explaining while i'm at home drinking uh sweet tea where i need to be so i've said this before on the podcast i'll say it again if anyone inside marvel has an uncle cousin or brother-in-law who works for marvel holler at us we should yeah. I mean, you need us basically. And how cool you want us in the MCU? You there want should be us. A, there should be a podcast of nerd school in the MCU at some point. Like, you know, we're doing our podcast and we have, you know, somebody on and they, you know, a building blows up and we all we need to be on. We need a tour of the Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. We need to be invited to me? and I want superpowers. I want to well, end up with superpowers. I mean, you you're already a super soldier. Is he? Is he though? So. Security soldier <laughs> serum. No, what would, mind be your, you, what would be mind your superpower, you, Star? Mind you, I just said I wanted superpowers. The Sith. And Joe said he is. And then the Jedi, the Jedi said, but but is he? You keep okay. Can we dispel the myth that Jedi's are nice? No one says we're nice. We just fight on the side of good. We just lead with light. No one ever said we're kind, bright people. You like to point that out as like a fault. I'm not a sucker in this fight. It's creating the conflict. While the Sith is just sitting back, waiting, waiting to. I'm not creating the conflict. I am simply. Asking a every, question of Jeff. Every time you, that is not every time you do this, all you're doing is bringing yourself closer to me as my apprentice. <clears throat> no. Uh, anyone who's Listen. been in real life will and, know and, that we will never be on the dark side, um, which, you know, it'll be interesting later when Joe talks you about which side of the now. conflict we fall on. It's fun. <laughs> Go for it. Keep going, Joe. Yes, I love it. I love it. No, I want to let this go. This is my favorite part of the podcast. No. So, okay. So then we jump to the sort of thing where the news gets involved and we find out that Wakandans were killed. Uh, Wanda, Wanda's dragged through the media. She, we see she's in hiding and then we see the secretary of state and it's Ross, uh, which I love that they use a character that's already this figure. So it's like kind of, I don't know, makes it all, you know, feel like one I like how you say that as if they were going to bring in a character who was not well well they brought in uh what's his name from the hobbit guy who he's also a official guy it could have been just some no-name secretary of state some other old white guy but I like that it's like secretary Ross who's already been a hulk you know what he's actually a character 
And then the Sokovia Accords get introduced, and there's 117 countries that have all been on board with this, and the UN panel is now in charge of the Avengers. Compromise, reassurance, that's what it's all about. That's how the world works. Uh, and this is where the Avengers split when they start talking about this, and this is where I wanted to first ask you guys, at this point, which side are you on? Uh, again, just rehashing what we've already said, this feels realistic. Like this is what would really happen in yeah. the real world that, you know, the UN would get involved. There's all this, all these politics and politicians and everything. So for you guys here at nerd school, if you were in that room and were part of the Avengers, whatever, what side do you think you'd be on at this point? Even, right. even mm -hmm. saying you might change later, but just at this point, when they, when they bring this up, they show all those videos of all the destruction are you with Cap or are you with Iron Man? I'm going to point out that this is where they need a woman to lead the Avengers because there's room for negotiation and no one did that. We went straight to side A or side B. There was no... It did feel like Black Widow was a little bit... Well, she, but no one was listening. Yeah, like we went straight to either on our side or on this side, and there was no room. And I honestly think Cap was also trying to get there a little bit. I don't think he was saying no for the sake of saying no, but right. he was saying like, let's look at this. Like we can't just rush in and sign. So for yeah. me, I'm on that side because first of all, just as a tourist, I'm not just doing something because you told me to. I need details, and we need to talk this out. Um, so I would have been on. Uh, cap side at that moment just because i am not willy-nilly signing a document ever yeah yeah line. they they had no input into like suddenly yeah. they just have this giant book that's going to regulate them that they had no input in doing yep. and so and they're trying to strong arm it through so you're on cap and, side too andy uh, yeah I, I i think so at this point because i mean a it's not done it's still the debate yeah. There's like even a bit later when uh, after the they bring in uh, Bucky again, like when Cap is just about to sign because he's a, there needs to be safeguards because there yeah. aren't any safeguards yet. Like and then Tony said, yeah, it can be amended, whatever. Yeah, we'll that's, figure that, that out later. Yeah, yeah, but see, even that's like icky to me because we maybe this is just me as a black woman in America. Uh, we have been told to sign a lot of things that did not work to our benefit as a people. Right, right. Okay. So my instinct is, nah, you need to tell me all the fine print. We need to negotiate this out so I am covered right. and safe. You tell because, me first, yeah. Yes, there is yeah. no sign now, negotiate later. Also, that's just a rule in business. <laughs> yeah. Sign a right. document before you get in the weeds. And mm -hmm. so well, and that kind of brings up a good point. Tony might be coming from a point of privilege where he he's used to weaseling out of stuff or I got enough power where I can make things change later on if I don't yeah. like it. Even if can... it's not that, some people have enough privilege where they can they can trust the government, right? Oh, yeah. If you've That's never it. been yeah. a target of any of their uh campaigns you would you would trust them you have yeah. no reason they didn't lie to your uncles and tell them they were serving their country and then were you know injecting them with syphilis right yeah so right. Oh, yeah exactly you you there is a privilege in not battling with the government because you've never had to that alone is a privilege like forget the yeah. money yeah if you've never had a massive and i don't mean like your one uncle, I mean, a whole culture of people were affected by documents written by the government, then, you know, you you would 
you have, have no reason to fight it. I was surprised at Cheadle in this moment as a man of color. So that's um, what I was going to say. Do you think that Cheadle chose his side based on his ally, like his closest allies? Like he's, I think he's he chose his side because he's still a military man. He's a military yeah. guy. They yeah. both he's are military men. Like I will note that you know both Cheeto and Mackie are men who serve their countries, yeah. right? They are men who serve their countries. They and both trust see, their friends too. Like they I'm do, a cap but guy, we've watched. We've watched Cheeto, you know, ascend right mm -hmm. in the rankings as time goes. We know Mackie's out after you know after a while he's done serving. Yeah, yeah. He so, like, a whole bit I'm, in Winter Soldier. He's like, yeah. What? Nobody's telling me what to do anymore. I'm happy yes. about that. I'm happy. To be so like I that. think yeah. Cheeto okay. is not just loyalty to Iron Man, though that's a factor. But I think he is an active duty. Yeah, military man. So he's got a serves a role in the government. So he is going to want to aid on the side of the country he fights for. That makes sense um, to me. Art Star, where are you at? Um, I'm Cap. Team Cap. Your team Cap too. I'm surprised. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm firmly. Why are you surprised? I'm, Why are you surprised? Because you like to be the devil's advocate, and you know it. I, I was expecting the devil's advocate. Yeah, but, Thank yeah. you. But Thanks, Joe. Thing. He Here's always is like, Here's I'm the devil. I was. I was. I was thinking. Here's the thing. 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 You have Cap, and you have Iron Man, right? So Tony, Tony is siding with the American government. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and Cap is, is is basically fighting for friends and for what he feels is right. To me, that's that's underlying Sith nature. So of course I'm jumping to Cap back. Really? Because he's aiming right for here. what's would, right, would, which is not an underlying Sith motivation. Well, of course. And, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's go quasi political. <laughs> the American <laughs> government is right because they're the best country on the planet. Right, so oh. so as a former so as a former Man, military so member, Man, I'm gonna tell you that's Iron, why. Uh -oh. So Iron Man, she put her I'm glasses going, up. <laughs> for, for Iron Man, I'm doing air quotes. Iron Man is fighting for quote unquote what's right. So Iron Man I is fighting for the Empire. Iron Man is fighting for order. Uh, no, nah. yes, that's, that's, that's the Sith Endgame. Yes, you you, uh -oh. you guys wanted to be the. So basically, you're saying the American the American government is the Empire, Andy. Is that what you're saying when it's yeah. broadcast? I would not be the first to say that. Is he the would Empire? Not. He would I mean, not. Even I Joe, or even so. Joe, is agreeing with us on this one. I tell my kids all the time. At the, the, at the end of the day, the at the government. end of the day, at the end of the day, TBJ. Yes, I'm directing this. Towards TBJ. I love it, are even though mad? Joe and Andy are also are you mad? Well, because they're not Jedi. They're not the ones. But they are agreeing going, oh, with the points I'm making, stuff. and you look are specifically targeting look at the, me. Look at the, look at the Sith. Look at the Sith siding with the people. They're not part of the Emperor. That's what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that I'm because I'm siding with Cap. I'm not a part simply of stated that I was surprised, <laughs> as did Joe, who is your partner in crime and your future husband, yeah. also said <laughs> that he was well, surprised you didn't go. Your own partner, Joe, your Joe gets a partner. Pass. Remember, Joe's a student. 
But he Joe is your yet. love, the love of your life. And even Joe says, <laughs> Joe, let me just Joe also yet. let me just also say that I am firmly planted on one side, and I am firmly on the side of the self cooking hot dog. Okay, <laughs> that's where Done. I'm at. I want that self cooking hot dog bad. You better get you some funding. Um, no, I only stated that I was surprised. Aren't that's all I stated? I'm surprised. Then you guys wonder, you guys wonder why so many people turn to the dark side because even when they're trying to do good, it's almost like, wait, wait, you didn't choose the dark side. No, how that's not what I you, said. Sir. I just said how I'm surprised you, that you agree with me and I. Yeah. How dare you? No. All <laughs> I said, you were doing a lot of you were doing a lot of projecting. Listen. You know what? No, no, here's, no, here's the thing. Go ahead, here's the Andy. thing. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I didn't I didn't go for I didn't go for Andy because like I mean I didn't go for Joe because I say, you know. Not not to throw shade, Joe don't really know any better yet, really, right? And you've established that, and then I'm an idiot. Yeah, the reason I didn't attack Andy is because it's already been established that Andy constantly shits on me. So no matter what Andy says, it's going to basically be like me looking for toilet paper. But you don't fight with him, even though you say constantly because that's Andy's shit. Andy's shit is I do something and he shits on me. Misogynistic at this point. Are you a sexist? Uh oh. Hell no. Hell no. Listen, listen, listen. I'm all about y'all. Art star. Only argues with hey. Jay, which smells kind of misogynistic. Uh oh, and this don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so this conflict is good me, content. Bobby. Yeah, uh, well, like, I was I was just gonna say I'm I, like I was agreeing with DBJ. Like we were surprised that art wasn't contrarian for contrarian's sake, yeah. but then expressing that surprise full on contrarian <laughs> just came exactly. right out. <laughs> he, he just he can't not again. This, this all harkens back to you guys not allowing me to be great. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, will, I, will I will continue to ascend into my Sithhood. Thank well, you, guys. I, I think while this content, this conflict is, makes great content, I think it's time to compromise and reassure uh, our listeners that we will be back for another episode to continue Civil War yes. very soon. But this is probably a good place to just we're leave you on this fight on this little argument it was it was it was it was a light discourse on the nature of light versus dark yes okay yes. <laughs> listeners uh we'd love for you after you listen to this episode before the next episode comes out hit us up on our socials and tell us where you are at this part of the film are you team cap or are you team iron man let us know or team so self-cooking hot dog or team self-cooking hot dog. Uh, let us know on Twitter or Instagram. Also, if art is misogynistic, you can let us know that too. Wow. <laughs> and I'm the wow. Thanks for listening. Yes. I didn't I say like why you're misogynistic. You feel, just happen to be a misogynist. I feel like you're trying to put a bad label on me. You do, I am do that not all by yourself. I am not a fan. <laughs> not one bit. Mm-mm. All right, friends, we're gonna go adult today. Yes. Um, we got art, well, to we don't know what art is doing. The re- I'm gonna go adult. Well, art, art will be He's working overnight. Art's got a job to do. Choices. He's got I'm a quote unquote. Is he working? Is he though? We don't know. 
He's going to yep. make sure the uh, Mean Girls cast doesn't take those books that I got hidden oh, in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. Andy's driving to Philly. TBJ's working. I want to go see Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. I saw it yesterday. It was great. I want to go see it tonight. Um, and I'm going to be watching football. Sounds Are you ready? Like football? I'll be working while I'm doing it. But, yeah. You know, a little background ambiance while on the computer. Never heard anybody. Right. Ambiance. Anyway, say. We love you guys. We'll be back for another episode. This is going to be a lot of episodes on the Civil War. I <laughs> There's a lot yeah, in this movie. There's, There's a, a lot, lot to cover. Yeah. yeah. A lot of conflict, a lot of war, a lot of action. I mean, these scenes are unbelievable, these fight scenes. They are. I mean, we I... forget about just the little things. Like, like again, that first battle we talked about, that the whole thing we're getting into with the helicopter, the whole helicopter crash yeah. scene. Like, that's that's a... That's one of the minor action scenes in this movie because of all the awesome action. So this is a, such a great movie that I think yeah. doesn't get as much attention as it should. Anyway, but we'll leave that here. Uh, anybody want to say anything? Yeah, uh, yeah this off? is we're right at the point where we're really getting into the meat of the disagreements. And I love yeah. I that love everyone had their own perspective and everyone got to express it. And, and it wasn't just Cap and Iron Man bullying everything over and saying you're with me or against me. It, it was everyone has input into this argument. And that's this is the kind of characters bouncing off of each other that that is most exciting about all this. Makes for about the MCU in general, just like ooh, what happens when this character meets this character, and everyone when they have their characters and they all interact. Bounce it. Yeah. Yay, nerds! Yay, nerds! Yeah, we're getting into the hot dog meat, the self cooking yeah. hot dog meat. Lord help Joe. Somebody <laughs> Joe him dogs. so he can have a self cooking. I love hot dogs. Uh, Lips <laughs> and assholes, everybody. Uh, and good night, everyone. Li- lips and Later assholes, nerds. everybody. Excelsior. No. God. Excelsior. If, if you had a choice Later between winners. Excelsior or lips and assholes, everybody. Yeah, yeah which one would it be? <laughs> if, if you could only choose the two, though, what would you pick? I'm still going to just be mute. You're so. not going to say Excelsior <laughs> They say I can't rap about the president no more. But evidently, they don't see we in the streets still poor. Still more incarceration of my kids been by the prisons. And people thinking this election to end it racism. Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama, but don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems, Mr. Officer. Now they POTUS look like me, you gon' think again when seeing brothers rolling down the street. Every Martin Luther King on his American dream, still a Rodney BNB and screaming, fuck the police. Me, I'm running through the pasture, trying to get away from master, but the dogs is on my ass, I gotta move a little faster. Can't pass from Caucasian, but I got a couple papers from the plantation saying I graduated. Congratulations, cool beans, but to most school me. Tryna dodge STDs, living off government cheese Trust the government, please Not even if it was me Sitting in the Oval Office as Commander-in-Chief Trying to give us this free But there's a nigga in my ear saying You got it, Superman, you ought to keep it here Get this distinctly clear, I'm all about jetting Raps Kunta Kinte without the half-stepping A new chapter, packed with new lessons After that, the final exam, any questions? <laughs>